Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Nun Zayin, Babakama 57a, pagination is 113. We'll start on the facing page, four lines into the wide lines. Itmar we learnt. Shomer Aveda, a person who's guarding a lost object, he found this object, he's holding on to it until a person can come and claim it, based on simanim, based on signs that it's indeed his. Rabba says during this interim stage while he's holding on to it, he's like an unpaid watchman, which has certain rules. Because he's unpaid, he's not as liable. He's not allowed to be negligent with the item. But if it would be stolen from him, he would be absolved from responsibility. Rav Yosef Omar Kishomer Sachar. Rav Yosef says he has the level of responsibility like a paid watchman. Kishomer Sachar Dami. Rabba Omar Kishomer Chino. Why is he like an unpaid watchman according to Rabba? What kind of benefit is he getting? He's totally just doing it for the mitzvah. So he's unpaid. And... Therefore, that's his only level of liability. Rav Yosef Omar, Rav Yosef says, is a very innovative way of looking at a Shomer Aveda. Kishomer Sachadami is considered a paid watchman. Be'ahi with that benefit. What kind of benefit does he get? Deloboi l'misvele rivsa la'aniyah that he has the right, while he's taking care of this item, he's doing a mitzvah, and at that moment, a person would ask him for tzedakah, he would have the right to say, Osek b'mitzvah, potter mena mitzvah, I'm already involved in a mitzvah, and I can't interrupt, for whatever reason, perhaps if he was able to interrupt, might be different, but if he can't interrupt, it absolves him, it saves him some money. So that is a paid watchman because there's a an angle at which you can look at this in which he has a financial benefit. This is called Pruta de Rabbi Yosef, the coin of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef's innovation in logic, his way of looking at this, he says if you look at it like this, there actually is a financial benefit. Just as an aside, there are those who point out that this could play itself out in other, more common scenarios. A mechanic is holding on to a car until the person pays his bill versus a mechanic who is willing to let you have your car pick it up. You happen to owe me money, but I'm not holding the item as collateral. And then someone went ahead and stole the key from the mechanic. They broke into the mechanic's office, took the keys, and drove away with the car. One of the fastest, one of the earliest questions that we're going to ask is, is the mechanic a shamar chinam or a shamar sachar? And it could be argued that if the mechanic said, pick up your car and at some point settle your bill, but they're unrelated, then he's a shomer chinam on the car at this point. 
he's an unpaid watchman, he has no financial benefit from the fact that the car is sitting on his lot. If, however, he's holding the car as collateral, if you will, <coughs> and he's not letting the person pick up the car until they pay up, so there is a financial benefit on the car, and it's possible that he'll be upgraded, if you will, to the status of a Shamar Sachar, who is liable in the case of theft. Let's move on to today's daf. We are counting up from the bottom of the page about ten lines. Amalei Abaya Rav Yosef. Abaya said to Rav Yosef, Don't you agree that a Shomer Aveda, someone guarding a lost object, which was the topic of their discussion, has to be a Shomer Chinam. He's like an unpaid watchman. And Abaya's proof is going to be because he finds that Shomer Aveda is being described as Potur Migeneva, absolved in the case of theft. So obviously he's a Shomer Chinam. It's going to be a question on Rav Yosef because we already have a statement which outlines the liability level of the Shamar Aveda, the guard of the lost object, and it's described as a Shamar Chinam in that he's absolved in the case of Geneva theft. A person who claims Geneva in the case of Aveda, a lost object that he was guarding, he pays double when it's discovered that he is the one who pocketed the object and it actually was never stolen. Now, there are a few rules that we have to keep track of. There is a concept of kefel paying double by a ganav, by a person who steals in a hidden way, there's also a rule that a Tawain Tainas Ganav, a person who's a guardian on an object, and he claims Geneva, he also pays Tashlume Kefa when it's discovered that he's the one who pocketed the object. However, if you think that a Shomer Aveda is a Shomer Sachar, why would he have to pay double? He never absolved himself at all. He would still have to pay because the Shomer Sachar is obligated if he claims that it was stolen. He would have had to pay the principal, the basic value from the beginning. And the fact that we discover that it was never stolen doesn't change anything. He's still obligated to pay the original amount. Obviously, if claiming theft absolved him, and now that we discovered we're making him pay double, obviously his status is a Shamar Chinam and not a Shamar Sachar. Amale, Rav Yosef responded, What's the case over here? He must have claimed armed robbers so that a Shamar Aveda is indeed a Shamar Sachar, but we're going to find a claim that he could possibly make that would have absolved him. And that's an armed robber claim, because that's an ones that's beyond his control. 
Amalei. The counter-argument here is, Listem Mezuyim, if it's armed robbers, Gazlan who? That's a case of Gazlan. And we know there's a difference between open theft, what we might call stealing, and private theft, where the person, in a hidden way, gets the object. <coughs> the rule, as will be discussed in the Gemara coming up on Ayintes 79b, is that a Ganav is coming in a hidden way and he's going to be liable for double payment if he's discovered. The reason that's given is that he's afraid from people. He's not afraid from Hashem. Hashem sees everything. <laughs> but this person is willing to hide from human beings and do the misdeed. So that's more serious. So when we catch him, he pays double. Whereas a Gazlan, an open thief, so he's not afraid of anyone or he's in desperate straits or something. So he didn't show a specific disrespect to Hashem that he's more afraid of people than of Hashem and therefore he pays regular. So the question is that one would think that armed robbers are considered open theft and there should be no kefel here at all. Meaning, number one, we're not sure that it's called a Tainas Ganav. You're claiming that it was stolen in a hidden way. I'm not sure that word applies because it's a Gazlan, not a Ganav. And secondly, perhaps more importantly, the ruling is wrong because a person who claims Gazlan does not pay Kefal. And therefore, if he claimed Listemizuyim and we discovered it, the rule is not Kefal. The rule of Kefal only applies when he claims Ganav. Omale, Rav Yosef responds, Shani Omer, I will tell you that Listim Mizuyim, even armed robbers, Kevin de Mitmar Meinchi, since they hide from people, Ganav who, they have the status of the Ganav, it's considered a private, uh, hidden, stealthy theft, even though they may have guns, but if they're still afraid of people, then they have the status of Ganav and Kefel will be applicable. Yeshe Thank you for joining.